0: has been on my heart all morning. Hallelujah. Psalms 24 verse 7 says, Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O you gates, Lift up your everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Come on, somebody ought to praise the Lord. You may be right in the midst of a battle today, but I want to encourage you Some of you have been seeing nothing but the battle around you. But I want you to understand that there's a heavenly host that's around about you today. That's greater than that that you're looking at. You need to get your eyes off of that. I'm asking that God take the blinders off of your eyes. And you begin to see the host of heaven that's surrounding you. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus, Hallelujah! Come on now, I, I think we ought to just take a moment and just worship Him and praise Him. Come on, team, just, just sing that again. Well, the truth of the matter is, there's a lot of us in a in a position today, and and we don't feel like God's around. We don't see, we don't see things happening. But I want you to understand that there's something happening behind the scenes that we're not seeing sometimes. There's things that when we're praying and we're asking God to do things, it seems like that nothing may be happening. But I want you to understand that there's a God working on your behalf. There's God working on your behalf. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship. Promise keep. Hallelujah.
1: Come on. Yes, Lord. That is who you
0: else to lift our spirits, but sometimes yes, we just have to shake ourselves. We just have to encourage ourselves, as Pastor Bishop Mike said last week, we have to, sometimes we just have to encourage ourselves. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got to know who we belong to. How many of you know it's good to know who you are, but it's better to know whose you are? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. To know that you're connected to a God who cannot fail. To know that He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and He's going to see you through any situation that you face, hallelujah. This morning, I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to broaden your vision for your family. Broaden your vision for the ministry that God has for you. Broaden your ministry, for, broaden your vision for the, for the uh, people that are around you. I want to invite you to dream big. Come on, if it's worth dreaming, it's worth dreaming big. Oh, if, you're gonna, you? if you're going to have a dream, yes. let's have a big dream. Let's not just dream about something that's going to be okay for us. If you're going to dream, dream something that's not just going to affect your life, but it's going to check, affect everybody around you. Yes. Because if it's not affecting everybody around you, then you're not dreaming big enough. Come on. God doesn't want you just to have a dream that's going to fulfill the, the satisfactions in your life. He wants you to have a dream that's going to change everything around you. God wants you to have a dream that's out of this world beyond your capability beyond what you're able to do what god wants for this church to have is to understand that we we're not just what the dream that he's placed for gtwc for gospel temple is not just for gospel temple and if we're not affecting the community around us we need to dream bigger If we're not affecting lives outside of these walls, then we need to dream bigger. Hallelujah. It's important that you dream because there's people depending on your dream. They may not understand your dream, but they need you to dream. Because if you're not dreaming, then it's going to affect them later down the road. You see, everybody's not going to celebrate you when you dream. Everybody's not going to celebrate your vision. But you still need to dream. How many of you know that if it wasn't for Joseph having a dream, that it would have have took out his family. His his family got mad at him. His brothers got mad at him. Because he dreamed a dream about the sheaves rising up and bowing down to his sheave. His brothers got angry, even more angry, when he dreamed about the sun and the moon and the 11 stars. But how many of you know that God was giving Joseph a dream that was out of this world? God was giving Joseph a dream that would not only affect him, but was going to affect his brothers. His brothers didn't understand it at a time, and they didn't celebrate him at the time, but, but they, little did they know that he, dream, he was not only dreaming for himself. See, Joseph had the dream, but the dream just wasn't for Joseph. Because if it hadn't been for Joseph's dream, Joseph's family would have died in famine. See, we don't understand when God gives us a dream sometimes, the dreams that he gives us, where it's going to take us and what it's going to do and the lives it's going to affect for the people around us. People who have dreams and give up on those dreams are always living in a later date. They're looking back and saying, what if? Instead of being able to say, look what God has done. For instance, if Michael Jordan had given up in his high school years as a basketball player because he got cut from his high school basketball team, but he had a motto, I play to win. And he set aside a time after he got cut from that team to shoot basketball and to shoot 300 hoops a day. And you know the story. The rest is history. He went on to be one of the greatest NBA players there's ever been. Why? Because he refused to give up on a dream. He refused to quit. You see, a lot of times God gives us a dream and we, we, we see the dream and we get excited about the dream, but we give up halfway through the dream because when our dream begins to turn into a nightmare and we begin to have to go through things that we didn't expect to have to go through, see, because God is trying to get us to a place to where he's trying to bring and conform us into his image to see the fruit of that dream come to pass. See, you have no idea of the generations that it's going to affect for you to have a dream. We don't know today. if we stop dreaming today, how's it going to affect the generations to come? That's the reason it's important that we not only dream, but we dream big. That's the reason that when we dream, we need to see the supernatural power of God operating in and through our lives. Dream about your children being saved. Dream about your your family being saved. Dream about those that are addicted being set free. Come on. We need to get back to the place to where we not only dream it, but we walk it out. Not only think about it, but we walk it out. See, God has not called us to be dream killers. He's called us to be dream fulfillers. When he gives us the dream to walk it out. If it wasn't for Martin Luther King Jr. And the dream that he had, where would civil rights be today? Come on now, somebody has to dream. If it wasn't for Thomas Edison, we'd be sitting in the dark. Come on now. The story says that, that I, I've heard it said that they asked Thomas Edison one time said, "How did you how did you continue on after you had failed so many times?" He said, I never looked at it as a failure. I just found out something that wouldn't work. And I kept on. And I kept on until something did work. See, honey, if there's something that's not working in your life, just keep on. Keep on. You're just finding out. You're just finding out what doesn't work. See, a lot of people want you to quit and they want you to give up on the dream. Why? Because they see Father's favor. Joseph's brothers hated him because his Father's favor was upon him. Why? Because he was the the first son of the first love of his life, Rachel. And when people see favor on your life, see the Father favoring you, they don't necessarily like you, but that's okay. Okay. Father's favor causes you to dream big. Father's favor causes you to look a little higher. Come on now. Come on. Somebody, look at somebody and say, favor ain't fair. It ain't fair. But it's favor. And when the Father favors you and you know, that you're, you know that He loves you, you know that He cares for you, He's already placed His His love around you. See, He's put a coat of many colors on Joseph. But God so loved the world that He gave His only forgotten Son. He has clothed us with His everlasting love. He has put His favor upon us. He's given us the ability to dream big and to have the power and the demonstration of the Spirit of God working in our, and through our lives because He knows that if we will dream, He will take us to the place that He's designed us to be. If we will hold on to the dream. Because when we dream big, it's going to take us through places that are not going to necessarily be comfortable. It's going to put you in a position to where you feel Inadequate. Why? Because that's just the way God works. Because God's not going to call you to do something that you have the ability to do on your own. He's not going to do it. He's going to call you to something that's so much bigger than you are. He's going to cause you to resurrect something. Come on now. To bring life to a place that otherwise would die. That's how important it is for you and I to dream. It's important enough for us to dream and to have vision to where it affects not only us, but everything around us. When Joseph was dreaming, he never dreamed of the pit. He never dreamed Of being sold to Ishmaelites. He never dreamed of the prison in Egypt. Come on now. He never dreamed of everything that he would have to go through. He only seen the end. The end product. How many of you know if we seen everything in between sometime we'd never get started? God wants us to be a people who dream big. He wants us to be a people who look beyond our capability. He wants us to be a people that have uh, the power of His Spirit working in us. Do y'all know what Joseph's name meant? Joseph's name meant Jehovah added. Can you imagine every time his brothers called out his name that they were saying Jehovah's added and they may have called out to him and said Joseph you thank you a gift you thank you a gift to this family. And Joseph said, "Yes, yes I am. I am a gift to this family." Why? Because God gave him a dream. God not only give him a dream, he gave him, 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 him the tenacity to hang on to that dream and to see it fulfilled. You see, it's not good enough for us just to dream if we're not going to have the tenacity to hang on to the dream and to understand that the dream, and see, when he began to dream, his father, when he had the last dream of the sun and the moon and the 11 stars bowing down to him, everybody began to look at him and look down on him, and his father even rebuked him, but he he pondered about the dream. His brothers hated him even the more, but his father thought about the dream that he had. And Joseph held on to the dream. I can I can see him now as he went to the pit and he got and got he got thrown into the pit. And it, and it was there in the pit that he thought that he was he was gonna have to stay there, or maybe die there. And his and his brothers had stripped him of, a, of, a, of the coat of many colors, the, the favor that his father had given him, the, the very thing that his father had given him as a symbol of of, of, of favor, they stripped off of him and, and wanted to make him think that his made made his father think that he was dead. You see, the enemy wants to think, make you make the father think that you're dead, that you're counted out, that you're not going to make it, that you're not going to be able to make it. But how many of you know that God sees us in the midst of the pit, and God will send praise to lift us out of the pit? How many of you know that Judah? it was Judah that got that got, uh, that got Joseph out of the pit, and it was praise that's going to lift us out of our pit when we get down in the midst of our, our midnight hour when everything seems to be falling apart, when you don't feel like praying, when you don't feel like sin. God is at that moment that you begin to praise God and you begin to worship him and you begin to lift him up all of a sudden that praise will begin to lift you out of the pit and bring you into that place that he has designed you to be hallelujah. You may not understand the route that you're getting there, but God has his hand upon your life and he is guiding you. He is weaving you through. Even the enemy don't understand what God is doing in your life, but God is bringing you to the place that he's designed you and everything he will place underneath your feet. But we've got to hold on to the dream. Look at somebody and say, God's not finished with me yet. But I'm getting there. A little bit of me is dying every day. If I can let a little bit of me die every day, I can let a little bit more Jesus shine through me every day. I may not look just like him right now. But when that day comes, when I stand before him, hallelujah, I don't want him to see Anthony Cole. I want him to see the likeness of Christ. I want him to see the likeness of the Son. Hallelujah. I want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter in into eternal rest. Honey, I want to take the crown that he places on my head and cast at his feet and begin to worship him and praise him. But until that day comes, I'm going to be dreaming, and I'm going to dream big and see God do a mighty work not only in gospel temple but everything around this county in the name of Jesus, hallelujah did you know that God added you to people's lives. So that you could not only dream for you, but you could dream for them. That's the reason it's important. That we have big dreams. Because my dream is not just to carry me. My dream is to carry others Some that don't even understand the dream. Some that don't even understand what God is doing. Some that even deny that God would do anything for them. They don't know the importance of your dream. So it's important that we hold fast to that dream. Don't be dream killers, be dream fulfillers. God's connected you with people, He's connecting us together to see the fullness of His Spirit operate. You are not your own, you are bought with a price. You are precious. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And everything that you walk through, I promise you, listen to me. Everything that you go through does not come from God. Everything that you go through does not come from God. But everything that you go through can work for your benefit. If you let God In the situation. You may not understand what you're facing. But God does. God knows what he's doing. And bringing you. And the character that he's working through you. Because we can't do what we need to do by ourselves, We need him. We need him. And it involves more than just you and I. Hmm? there's a lot of others who need us to dream, and they need us to dream big. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. if we stop dreaming we're going to deny generations to come the ability to experience the power and the presence of God that they need to experience now listen God is always going to have a remnant of people but why not us Hmm? God is always going to have a people listen to me I've heard it said many times by Pentecostal preachers. We're one generation away from seeing Pentecost done completely away with. I beg to differ. Pentecost is not going away. Pentecost is not a religion or denomination. It's an experience. And it's here to stay. It's called the Holy Spirit and God's always going to have a people Come on now, you may not you may not agree with all their theology and you may not agree with everything, but I'm here to tell you that God has a remnant of people who are not going to be denied, who are not going to be sitting on the sidelines and just watching things go by and being satisfied with the, uh, dreaming about the great by and by. That's good too, but let's lose something here while we're here on earth. I don't believe that God has called us to wait to the sweet by and by. I believe that He's called us for the here and here. And the now, to experience heaven on earth, to see healing manifest, to see deliverance manifest, salvation manifest through the lives of His people. God has not called us to dream mediocre dreams. He's not called us to be status quo. He's called us to be way beyond that. But in order to do that, we've got to be willing to do something. Something is called that the church has lost for a long time. It's called sanctification, it's being set apart, it's setting boundaries. And saying, it may have come to my mother's house. It may have come to my daddy's house. But as for me and my house, we're drawing a line. It's not coming any further. It may have come on one generation, but it's not coming to this generation. I know what statistics say. I know what everything in the world says. I know it's looking dark out there, but I'm telling you that we shall be that proverbial city that is set on a hill, that's light is shining in the midst of darkness, and God's light will prevail. Hallelujah. What we need is we just need some people that can know how to get along with God and begin to hear the voice of God. I don't need everybody to go with me. I just need somebody to hear what God is saying and understand. Come on now. And understand that he's saying go. And when he says go, you can rest assured if some go with you or if none go with you, he will be there with you and he will bring deliverance. Hallelujah! We have trained, we have trained ourselves. And we've learned to take things just for the way they are. What about dreaming big? What about us dreaming big? I know you're finding difficulty right now. I know you're fighting situations in your life right now. But what about stopping and looking at the situation that you're in right now and get your eyes focused up on the God who cannot fail. On a God who has never lost a battle. And he and don't think yourself to be so arrogant that he's going to start losing with you. Cause he's not going to start losing with you. He loves you too much. He don't do it. And I've heard, I hear people say this all day. Well, I just don't know if I can receive it because I just feel so unworthy. We're all unworthy. God don't do it because we're worthy. He does it just simply because He loves us and He cares for us. Hallelujah. And He wants to see us win. So when we dream big... We're dreaming for those who need salvation. We're dreaming for those who need deliverance. Listen, because I want to tell you if if somebody, if you're not connected to somebody and you're not dreaming for them, I'm telling you, they will die. If it wasn't for somebody dreaming for me, if it wasn't somebody who had, had been dreaming for you, When you can't dream for yourself, you need to get connected to somebody who can dream. Somebody who has a dream. And as crazy as it may seem, God will bring the fulfillment of what He has and not only save you, but everything around you. He's a good, good Father. And he loves you. Amen. Let's all stand. Mm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, Father. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Mm. Sometimes we feel like we feel like giving up. We feel like quitting. Times get hard. But here's the thing. There's so many lives that are attached. To the ministry that God has called you into and I want I, I want to say this if God's called you into a ministry, dream big, see it big because it's not insignificant. If God placed you on listen, nobody can call anybody into a ministry, but when God calls somebody into a ministry, it's big. Because God intends to do big things through you. So it's important that we encourage one another. It's important that we allow our faith to be stretched. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Faith is like a rubber band. It's useless unless it's stretched. Everybody wants big faith, but nobody wants to be exercised. Hmm? Nobody wants to be stretched. God's designed you for greatness. Every one of you in here. You are fearfully, you are wonderfully made. God wants you to dream again. Some of you ain't dreamed in years. God wants you to dream again. Dream of your children being saved. Some of you giving up hope on it. You you thought because the way the world is today and because of, of, of the logic behind it, because in a logical sense it says, you know, It just don't make sense that they'll be able to get off of this because once they get on it, they're addicted and they can't get off. Let me just tell you this. I'm convinced one touch, one touch of the Holy Ghost, one touch of a real experience in the presence of God will change a person's life forever. They'll become more addicted to the Holy Spirit than they ever will any drug or anything that they can ever put in their mouth. But it's up to us. Are we going to dream big? Are we going to dream for a touch of God? Are we going to dream for a move of God? Are we going to dream for a visitation? or are we going to set up a habitation where He don't just come in sometimes, but He's here all the time to where people can be set free for His glory. I want to invite you to come up this morning. Let's gather around these altars. I want to invite you to come, and let's be determined. We're going to dream big. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Father. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Brother, I want to tell you something. I appreciate you. I really do. I appreciate you having a dream. You know my dream. Mm-hmm. I do. And I want, I want you to know that I want to be a dream fulfiller. I don't want to be a dream killer. And I know that God is going to do great mighty things. I know He is. Because I see.